We are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Monday, May 1st, after the Celtics loss in Game 1. I am whispering because my microphone decided not to work post-game, and I am still at TD Garden, uh, as if the day couldn't get any worse. Technology decided that it didn't want to work today. Uh, my microphone cable isn't working. My microphone isn't working. My AirPods didn't connect, so I had to restart my computer, which decided it wanted to update for five minutes. So not not a great night. This is not a, not, has not been a good one. Uh, and the Celtics decided to lose, so n- not good. <laughs> no, not good at all. Internet's already taking the piss, taking a break. Nice. During the game, it needed a break, was buffering the whole time. Um, Celtics, still bad. Celtics are fake. Mm-hmm. The Celtics are fake. It's official. They're fake. I agree with you. Philadelphia, game one, they can't show up. It's a lot to ask for them to try and, and be focused for four mm-hmm. quarters. They come out in the mm-hmm. first half. They make every shot. Halftime buzzer goes off. They're up three. Red flag. Why are they only up three? They can't get a stop, and they can't take care of the basketball. You know what are two things you need to do when it's a close game down the stretch? Get stops, take care of the basketball. They didn't either. And can you believe it? They lost. They let fat James Harden score 45 points. They let fat James Harden hit the game winner. They let fat James Harden show up dressed like the fucking cookie monster and kill them. There was no answer for him. Joe Missoula is still throwing Horford out there for the Wolves on defense. They're making no adjustments. They watched Trey Young do it to him. Now they're watching Harden do it to him. They have no solution. I don't know why they haven't tried to put Tatum at center. Tatum was actually good today. Can you believe it? Tatum actually decides he wants to make threes. He only takes five. Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> well, Tatum I mean, was excellent. Asking of he had one turnover, five assists, mm. 11 rebounds, 39 points. Jalen Brown came out hot and then just didn't bad. shoot anymore. He only had 10 shots. Then he was Where bad. the hell did he all the bad. shots go? Jalen Brown was bad. I don't know. Like He came out hot, but he was horrendous for the rest of the game. Jalen Brown decided that he wanted to be the guy on a night where Tatum was clearly the guy. And he decided to drive into the paint a million times and cough up the ball every time because he jumped before he passed the ball. He he continuously drove into the lane without having a plan and then gave the ball to the 76ers. It's something I wrote about earlier in the season when I got yelled at for being a hater. And it's exactly what happened tonight. He was not good. He was bad. Uh, you know who else was bad? The Celtics. <laughs> they, they weren't very good. They, they they couldn't get stops, and you don't have to say it, and just don't cut me off while I say it. James Harden was incredible. As much as the Celtics couldn't contain him, he was amazing. Like He had a good game. I, I give him credit where it's due, whatever. You know what the best um, is? And, he sucked all first round, and now he wants to be good. <laughs> he made and, nine two-pointers the whole first round against the Nets. He made ten today. It's frustrating. It's frustrating, but – the thing they talked about a lot post game was Joe Mazzola, like they asked him like why didn't you double them why didn't you do this and Joe Mazzola was like we doubled them for like three possessions in the second quarter and they scored on every single one because James doubling him's wrong. <laughs> agree. I don't know but why then, everyone on Twitter wants him to be no, doubled. No. I agree, but then when they do, when they don't double him, then he's just like picking apart Al Horford or he's he's getting past Jalen Brown too easy or he's the I don't like the drop. The drop needs to go. They need to the pick up points need to be the drop needed to go in game three against Atlanta. No, disagree. This is my point. This is my point. 
the drop makes sense against Atlanta to a degree because Trey Young is looking for the lob. I think I forgot to tweet this. I think Keith Smith might have said it or somebody might have tweeted it because Trey Young is looking for the lob to Clint Capella. So dropping back makes sense because you have to take away that shot. You have to take away Trey Young and you live with the difference. Who, who are they looking for the lob for? They're not looking for the lob for anybody. They're just giving up free buckets. Robert Williams isn't even like trying to contest Tyrese Maxey on the floater. James Harden is getting whatever he wants in the lane. And get, I mean, give him credit. Once you let him get hot, he's going to nail all these step back ridiculous shots when you're contesting well. So it was, it, it was just bad defense. And I mean, as much as the defense was bad, and I think that was a problem personally, the turnovers were worse for me. I think that was the worst part of this game for the Celtics. As much as I disliked how they played defense and their effort and whatever you want to say, 16 turnovers in game one against a Joel Embiid team looking for a reason to fight. Or, excuse me, a Joel Embiid less 76ers team. That you're going to lose the game. That you're just you're not going to win turning the ball over 16 times. Yeah. It's just another day. Another team that you gave confidence to. It, it is. It's, it's so annoying. This is the playoffs. And you clearly don't care about winning a title. The team's fake. Yep. I, I feel bad. I've said the Nuggets are fake many a time. You know what? At least Celtics they care. Fake. Mm-hmm. The Celtics are fake. They don't care. They don't care. Derek White, one of five, it's like he wasn't even out there. And it's unfair to really crap on Derek White because he's been pretty solid throughout the playoffs. But you got nothing from him. And this isn't a, mm-hmm. a game where you're blaming the offense per se. You shot 58% from the field. You got a lot of good looks. You lost the game because you couldn't take care of the ball and you couldn't stop anybody. There was no doubt in my mind when the Celtics went up one off the Tatum free throws that they were going to give up a basket. You know why? It's because they made no adjustments on the defensive end to do anything to prevent that. When Tatum was at the line, Doc subs in George Niang. They just leave Horford out there. They're like, yeah, all right. Why Why bother? Get him out. Put Tatum at the five. Tatum had 11 rebounds tonight. He had more rebounds than the entire bench combined. Rob included, who played 20 minutes. He had the most rebounds on the team. He can, he can do yeah. it. If, if you're relying on Horford to get stops one-on-one, it's not happening anymore. They can't do it. I love Horford, I and when it, Embiid comes back, if he ever comes back, who knows what's going on with that? He's going to be important. He's going to be important in slowing down the big guy. He is. He always has been. And it doesn't mean he still can't do that. But what he's really struggling to do is hold his own against these faster guys. And Harden's not even fast. He's just got a tight handle and a quick first step. You're yeah, not able to stop these guys, and they're just watching it happen. The drop needs to go. The drops needed to go. I, I don't care if Trey Young was looking for a lob, wasn't looking for a lob. He killed you in two games because he was throwing up floaters and doing exactly what Tyrese Maxey's going to do, exactly what Harden's doing, and you have no answer for it. Figure it so out, Joe Mazzola. Let me ask you this. Then. What do you want them to do? Switch? Because the switch didn't work. Switch? Play lineups where you work. can switch. Switch didn't okay. Play lineups yeah, where you can yeah, switch. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. I'll buy it. Yeah. Do something. It's it's been mm-hmm. six playoff games, seven playoff games now. You're four and three. Not good. You lost to a Philly team. You should have won this game by 20 points. You got the offensive performance you needed. I actually trusted that you could get a bucket. 
This is the playoffs. I need to be able to trust that you can get a stop. They haven't been mm-hmm. able to get a stop the whole playoffs. This is not championship basketball. The Brooklyn Nets, the skeleton crew, held this team to under 100 points. How how do you expect to beat anybody that's good? This Sixers team without Embiid is not good. Harden had a tremendous game. You know why? Because you let him get comfortable. It's just inexcusable stuff. And I'm sick of these stupid, empty quotes from the press conferences. We have to be better. Prove it. Play better. Play engaged. Play focused. How many times do you have to lose games in embarrassing fashion to wake up? You lose back-to-back games to Orlando in December. You blow three straight leads to kick off March, and you don't learn your lesson. Now you're screwing around in the playoffs, losing to teams that you shouldn't be losing to, giving role players confidence that you shouldn't give hope. You should have came out and stomped these guys and made them think, wow, we really do need Embiid to compete. Instead, they're like, we're going to come back in here and get game two because these guys are a bunch of frauds. They're turning the ball over late in the game. The clock goes under four minutes, and they're lost. Is that on Missoula? Is it on the players? It's probably on everybody. There was a possession when it was, I want to say, two and a half, three to play. It was a Tatum stand there and dribble. And that's when I knew. I said, oh, they're back to this. Very rarely is that something I noticed during the game. I'm just like, okay, they're slowing it down. I believe that was a point where Marcus Smart was carrying them. He didn't even touch the ball. He was. People are going to blame him because that last play, and I don't really know what to think of it. He was great. He was initiating. He was going inside. I don't think it was his fault. He was the only one that was playing with half a brain down the stretch. He was the only one being aggressive. The rest of these guys are going in there hoping for foul calls in a game where there was none. (laughs) What do you expect? You have to win these games. This is the playoffs. Nobody's going to hold your hand. The red carpet has been rolled out for you as much as it possibly can be. And you don't want to walk on it. Uh, for what it's worth, I don't think the last play was all Marcus's fault. Tatum talked about it after the game. He goes, I thought he was going to shoot it and he was looking to pass it. And I think he just passed it a little too late. And so they got confused. Not, not an excuse. I'm just like saying, I don't necessarily think it was Marcus's fault. Um, you heard Al Horford after the game talk about, you know, when we saw Embiid was out, we kind of had a lack of energy and we we like he had basically admitted what everyone knows happened like they saw Embiid was out and they were like oh yep okay so let's waltz through this game and not really care <clears throat> and and that's what happened and Joe Mazzulla took a ton of um blame after the game he was saying I have to be better I have to call plays better I have to make the decision better and I respect him for saying that and meanwhile like like cause at that point what do you expect him to say but I mean, like you said, show it. Like you've been doing this all season. Like what's yeah, happening? I, I don't care anymore. For, for, These for, post-game quotes are empty, fake bullshit. For for what it's worth, like as much as Joe Mazzulla, like took blame and like good for him, like it was partially his fault, yes, this isn't a Missoula problem because we've been seeing it through three different head coaches. Right, and you could say, "Well, Ime Udoka had the team." Well, look, yeah, look at the first I, half of that. Look at the well. Look at the first half of last season. Look at the first half. half. It felt 
Yeah, and look at them blowing games to the Heat in the playoffs and barely scraping by. Look at them losing in the finals and losing those games. And look at them blowing a lead against Milwaukee in game. Like, they, they, let's, let's not act. Like, There's truth. Let's not act it. like it didn't happen. Because like three weeks from now, if the Celtics manage to come back in the series and and put some it's fight true. together for a few games, right? Then we're just going to be talking about this finals like we were talking about last year. Because but since they made it to the finals last year. No one talks about the games that they messed up, but they did. I did last year. Like I, I still you did. talk my about games like, to this day. Don't say no one. I hold them but accountable. My, my but my point is, this is not like a Joe Mazzulla new issue. So like, if you want to blame Joe Mazzulla, sure, place some of the blame on him. But this is not a new problem that's come about when he's been the head coach. It's just not. It's it's the players, and and they need to figure it out. It's a mentality thing. And as much as I give people crap for saying like, oh, they're, they're not mentally tough enough. This like because I think that's a dumb. They're literally you. not. They're not. Yeah, they it can't play the in the clutch. They they can't. No never mind the clutch. They can't. They can't play in general. And you mentioned something about the offense, saying they had the offensive performance. They did, but then they stopped, and that's the problem, right? And and you heard Joe Missoula after the game, and I know you tweeted about it, say we only took twenty nine threes. That's not a recipe for, or twenty six threes or whatever it was. That's not a recipe for success. And you mocked it, but um, as much as it's I'm not, mocking it because that's not why they lost the game. It's not. It's they not lost the, the game story. on the defensive end. They lost the game because they turned the ball over. Sam, the offense was fantastic. Sam, they Sam, got Sam. great looks the whole game. Sam, I can't afford to yell over you right now, so I need you to let me talk. <laughs> I, I don't care about math. I don't. Please. They didn't lose this game because of math. They didn't. Are you going to let me? I, I Like I said, I can't afford to yell over you, so you're going to have to let me talk or I'm going to just like not talk. It's a stupid that. argument. Sam, you're talk. It's stupid. Go leave. ahead. Go ahead. I, I understand it's not the story of the game, right? Like it, it's not going to be the thing that like people are talking about, and rightfully so, right? Like because the defense was bad, the effort was bad, the turnovers were bad. Like obviously that's going to be a story because it deserves to be. But what Domazula said about the threes, indirectly or in like not in the best way put, like reflects why those issues were as bad as they were like they took how many threes did they take 26 or 29 you know off the top of your head i don't know if you have the box score up what is I, it i think it how many threes did they take was it 23 26 or 29 26. i remember yeah 26 threes okay so that was the fewest they've taken all season it was the only second time all year they've taken less than 30 threes in a game and you can sit there and say well that's fine because they got to poop and i understand they played an efficient offense still so whatever but <clears throat> The other time they took fewer than 33s was against the Nets when they blew a 28-point lead because they played really well in the first half and then decided to completely change the way they played offense in the second half, right? So it's similar in the sense that rather than continue playing the style of offense that has worked for them all season, they decided to do what they did in Game 5 against the Hawks and completely slow the game down. And they they, they just... play completely differently when they have a lead and even when it's a tiny lead like the little baby lead they had against the sixers they try to milk the clock like they were up by four with like three minutes left and they were like you know let's milk the clock we won't take a shot till five seconds left and it was the possession you talked about it was when tatum just decided to start dribbling at the top of the key right and they didn't run an offense <clears throat> they're just like oh yeah let's dribble and it leads to possessions like the malcolm brockton turnover where they're just scrambling at it with like five seconds left on the clock and then malcolm brockton throws it to tyrese maxi right so they completely changed the way they play offense. And I think that 
issue is reflected in the number of threes they take. It's not it's not about just chuck up a bunch of threes. It's about you get the number of threes that they're taking, like the 35, the 40, the 50 sometimes threes, when you're playing the style of offense that works best for them. And when you're not playing that offense, it leads to turnovers. And when it leads to turnovers, it leads to deflation. And when it leads to deflation, I was talking to Bobby Kravitsky, who writes for uh, Sports Illustrated, this Celtics team, the way he phrased it was like they're emotional in the sense that they let those issues translate to the other end of the floor. And that's where the problem lies, right? The way he Bobby phrased it, like the Heat are like so killer because they'll just go one possession, they'll fail, and then the next possession, it's like a new possession. This Celtics team, it's last possession sucks, so this possession's going to suck, so this one's going to suck too, right? Like they just let it draw on. And so when they slow down the offense, it leads to – no success because it's not the style that works for them. It leads to them taking few, like the fewest threes they've taken all season, which again, not exactly the problem, but like reflects the issue that happened on the offensive end. And when they play that slow, their defense sucks too because they let it bleed into that. And, and so when they're not playing with this pace, when they're not playing fast, when they're not playing up tempo, moving the ball, shooting those threes, because that's just a result of that offense, then they're not the Celtics team that was the second seed in the East. They're the Celtics team that started 500 last season. They're the Celtics team that went seven and six out of the All-Star break, right? That's when you see the issues. And it's either their poor defense leads to them playing hero ball or their chew clock offense leads to them playing sloppy defense. And, and when one leads into the other, it doesn't work. And tonight, guess what? You got both. And so it was just – it's bad. It's just – Terrible. The difference between this year and last defense. <clears throat> Even though they got to the finals last year and they kicked away as many games as you can count, they played defense. Last year in the playoffs, second amongst teams, 106.3 defensive rating. This year, amongst the teams that are left, only only ahead of Phoenix, 116.3. Not playing a lot of defense. Why did Atlanta make it a series? Because you let him score, you let him get confident. Why did Philly beat you today? Gave him whatever they want. It's really that simple. All the other stuff is is gravy. Turnovers, whatever. As much as turnovers are an absolute backbreaker, if you can actually defend and not let them shoot, what they shoot, like 50-something percent today? 50%, 44 from three? I think that was the biggest problem for me personally, right? Because – I'm going to say offense again, but it's going to lead to defense. When is the last time you saw a team make seven more threes than the Celtics? And as much as that is an issue of their offense slowing down and them not taking the right shots, which I do think that was a really big issue. Like, I genuinely think that was, like, probably the third worst thing in this game, which is saying something because there were a lot of bad things. But your inconsistency and your inability to find something that worked against James Harden led to a bad double team that leads to a D'Anthony Melton three or leads to, you know, you sending too much pressure, focusing on him, that leads to a Tyrese Maxey three, right? Like they, they let these Sixers players without Embiid feel way too comfortable, as Jason Tatum put it. And because of that, they just did whatever they wanted all night and they got in that rhythm. And then after that, you can't do anything. Yeah. I've I've seen enough of this crap. I'm I'm just so sick of every time they lose, going on Twitter, 
and seeing them say <laughs> the same things that are just meaningless. Because you can say you didn't focus enough. You can say you didn't play defense enough. You can say you took them lightly. Until you actually change something about it, it means nothing at this point. Well, let me ask you this, and I agree with you. I'm not, like, challenging you. I'm just, like, sparking, like, maybe another rant here. What do you want them to say, right? Like, and I know your response is you don't want them to say anything. You want them to do it, (laughs) but, like. Yeah, you shouldn't be in the position where they're, like, hey, you guys lost to a team without Embiid tonight that you were favored by 10 points to beat. Why didn't you fucking try? It's game one at home. I don't know how many somebody should say to them, how many times do you have to lose in humiliating fashion for it to click? That should be the first question in the press conference. Why can't you guys play when the game's close in the fourth quarter? Why not? And if one of them dared bring up the clutch record this year, clap right back. Those games were clutch because you guys suck enough to make them close. It's bad. This team is not playing winning basketball. It's not. They're not defending. They were really good in the first half. When they were getting blocks, they were getting out and running. To your point about the pace, they didn't do that. They stopped doing that. They need And Joe needs to make adjustments. You literally saw Doc Rivers who gets crap all the time, adjust mid-game and make a difference. Yeah. It's just, like, part of me is, like, unsure of what to say anymore. Like, defense, bad, turnovers, bad, offense, (laughs) bad. They just, it's the same problems. And so when we're having to talk about the same problems over again, the only difference is which player on the other team killed you. And tonight it was James Harden who, again, I'll say it again, credit him. Like he played really good and he, in not all of the shots he made were like these open shots. Cause the Celtics failed. Like he made some tough looks, including the one at the end of the game. Like as much as you want to blame Al Horford, like he played okay defense on that. Like James Harden just nailed a tough shot. But when you're inconsistent and unable to find a way to slow a player down, especially as good as James Harden. You can talk about, you know, fat James Harden, blah, blah, blah. Like, at, at his core, like, he might not be as quick. He might not be as whatever, but he's still James Harden, right? Like, he can still do stuff like this. And when a team lets him, and that's the key, like, the Celtics let him get in a rhythm. They let him get hot, and they let him dictate the game, uh, which is especially unacceptable on a night where Jason Tatum was ridiculous in the first half, in the second half, right? Jason Tatum was actually good. Jason Tatum scored 20 points in the second quarter, and you lost the quarter. You lost a quarter where your best player had it going, and he was reliable. For what it felt like the first time on playoffs, you could trust him, and you wasted it against a a beatless Sixers? What is going on? What what is it going to take? Keith Smith tweeted it. He keeps saying he's waiting for them to change. They're not going to change. This is what no. you get. Is it enough to get them a title? No, it's not. They're not going to get it. If if they keep doing this, which it seems like they're going to, there's no indication that they plan on changing. They can keep getting humiliated time after time, and it doesn't matter. There's no way to get them to focus for 48 minutes. Maybe you'll get a super cool game, too, at home, which essentially is a must-win now. So if you don't win, it's a disappointment. Yeah. Congrats, I guess. Cool to hang a banner because you won game two. Not that I don't think they can win on the road because they've actually been good on the road. 
better than at home. At home, they're just like, come right in. We'll make you dinner. It's terrible. <laughs> we can't believe in this team as fans. We can't have any kind of faith in them. It's sad. I have to bet against them to make myself feel okay. You because you can't rely tonight? on them to have a lead. You can't rely on them to win a close game. Do you have insurance tonight? No. They never got anywhere where you could get insurance. They were True. so hot in the first half that no one believed in them, including me. Because as soon mm-hmm. as things didn't go there, I texted you. I was like, "Things, there's going to be a stretch where everything doesn't go their way, and they're going to melt. You saw yeah. it in the third quarter. You saw it down the stretch. Mm-hmm. They were up five. They had Marcus Smart carrying them, and they melted. That mm-hmm. stupid possession where no, all of a sudden nobody wants to shoot. Yeah, really? Even, even in the fourth quarter, like you said, just there, like the last three minutes of the fourth quarter, they just decided like <coughs> we're going to completely change the way we're playing basketball. We're going to play you know fast up tempo, get decent shots for most of the game. Obviously, the defense was a problem, but then in the in the fourth quarter, even the offense collapsed. Right? Like they couldn't get a bucket. They couldn't do anything. Like right. And I, I will say, as much as Joe was a problem, like. He designed some decent ATO plays, and the Celtics just turned it over on like yeah. out of every timeout. <laughs> turned it over to start the half. Turned it over Crazy. after the first timeout of the third quarter. After they melted already. Crazy. They didn't stop the bleeding. No. I don't know how five guys are on the floor in the fourth quarter. The only <laughs> starter that didn't play well was Derek White, so they put Brogdon in. Yeah. And then they're like, "Hey, none of us want to shoot. We're all shooting over fifty percent today. Nope, we don't want to shoot." And then they throw it right to Maxi, who just has a wide that. Any other situation is a shot clock violation, but I'm not going to blame the officials because the Celtics literally played. It like wasn't us. a shot clock violation. Do you want to know why? Because Brogdon threw it so fast at Maxi that he had possession as it was going off. So they just let him run. They they decide that one by ear every time because there are times it goes off and they get possession. They don't care. They'll blow the whistle. Stop the fast break. Still. Not there. Still, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They they don't deserve any break today. They didn't earn it. They didn't earn it. If you shoot 58% in a game, you shouldn't lose. At home, you shouldn't lose. They should be embarrassed. We're all embarrassed. Do they have consequences? These guys shouldn't get guaranteed money unless they win a title. <laughs> Maybe then they'd try. Because they sure as hell aren't trying. Who's that? Uh, Jay King just slipped me off. Whatever you did. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, he, I think... The emotion is fair after the game tonight. I think everybody should be doing that. <laughs> like it's just, uh, I share, I share the uh, the the emotion of Jay King's middle finger. It's I it's agree exactly what the Celtics deserve. I mean, you guys all as a media should have collectively flipped them off. Every <laughs> single one of them when they went to the podium, they deserve it. For losers, for what, it, for what it's worth, if I had to, and I'm not one for predictions, we don't do that. If I had to say something right now, I think the Celtics still win the series. Uh, but not because they win in close games. I think they end up finding some gear. They get hot. They they do something well. They lock in on defense. They were hot. Where, I know, but my like I, I think they, they get literally were hot. They lost. <laughs> I think they still win in maybe like five or six. I still think that despite this, I know. But if you're <laughs> Bobby's not happy with the team either. <laughs> But, they shouldn't be. Whoever no. shouldn't be. But you guys should bring eggs. <laughs> it's just when you keep doing this, you're not like you said. You're not going to win a title this way. You're fake. You're be able to, yeah. You're yeah. fake. The team is fake. Until yeah. they prove they're not fake, they're fake. 
They have all the characteristics of a fake team. Last year, they went to the finals and vomited on themselves. This year, they've embarrassed themselves time after time again. They refuse to learn from it. They're fake. They, they're letting a Philly team that they owned for, what is it, the past five or six years beat them yeah. without their best player? Yeah. What? I got I got the double middle fingers from Jay on the way back. So it's just, yeah. I like, like I said earlier, it's 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 hard to sit here and talk about a loss like this because it's the same problems you've seen for years. And again, it's not like you can blame Joe Missoula if you want because it's partly his fault, but it's it's just the players don't have the ability to. And I'm not saying everybody has to be Jimmy Butler, right? Like that's a, a level, but like. Don't be this, right? Like you, you got you got to be better than this. There's got to be a middle ground you can find where you're not choking away a game like this, where you're not able to separate yourself from a team without the MVP that that isn't that good straight. Like like, and I, I said here, like they're better than the Hawks, but they're not good enough to do this at home. And and like the defense wasn't there. And I said it again. I think the turnovers were maybe even worse, but the ter- defense was horrendous. The offense, like that's and as much as the defense was bad, like yes, and and that's baffling. What baffles me the most is the way they, like, how are you going to do the same slow tempo, save time offense at the end of every game? And it never works. They never learn. That's what I'm saying. They continuously get embarrassed and they don't change. They don't change. They don't learn. It's This is the same pod as after game five versus Atlanta. And and, you know what the only thing making me happy is that it might get a lot of views. (laughs) Maybe it will. Maybe it will. But this is why losing games to Atlanta matters. Do you know why? Because other teams see that you're vulnerable. They saw Trey Young cook you because you don't know how to guard a pick and roll. You you haven't decided what you want to do to try and stop that. So they're just going to keep abusing in, until you make up your mind. You can you cannot unless he is making his threes at a you know efficient clip like he did in the regular season. What was he today, Horford? One of four from three. Mm-hmm. You cannot play him down the stretch if he's getting burned. And and, and put Tatum at center. Put him at center. at center. Or just put Rob in there and tell him to pick up point higher. Right? Like you, you, Rob as wasn't good as, in the coverage either. That's you know, the problem. As, as much as they weren't good, I don't necessarily think it's their fault. I just don't think they're being put in a position to succeed. And again, that goes back to Missoula. Like you got to make better decisions. And and do do I think a Horford lineup can work? Yeah, I think you can put Horford out there and it work. You just need to play it differently. And they're just not playing it the right way with the personnel they have out there. And they talk, a lot of people asked about it after the game. Like, I think Jared Weiss was asking about it. Like everybody, he's like, throughout the years, you guys have done like a uh, switch defense, a guard your yard, and yet you're doing like drop coverage, you're doing double teaming. And as much as it is like you try to figure out what works against Harden, like just switch. Like if you're switching the whole game, sure. Horford switch and gets, rotate. Yeah, exactly. Horford rotate gets, the guy that gets beat. Horford gets cooked on a couple possessions, but you're not giving up all these floaters to Maxi, all these floaters to Harden, these step back three. Like, just switch, just switch, just switch, and 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 double and or not double, sorry, switch and like you said, rotate and and help, like bring over help. You you can double without fully committing, right? If somebody's driving, have the strong side guy come over for a second, give some help, and then get back out to the corner. They did that against Trey a few times and it worked. Like it's just, 
the way they're guarding James Harden and the way they guarded the Sixers team was a complete state of disarray, right? They, they couldn't decide what to do. It was all over the place, and Sixers capitalized. And then on the other end, the Celtics got hot and then stopped playing the right brand of basketball and turned the ball over 16 times. This was as, – as much as – you can sit there, like, <laughs> don't interrupt me while I say this, because you're. I mean, this is something you get mad at. But, like, you could sit there and say, oh, the Celtics played the worst they can. They lost by two. We're, we're over that. We're past that. We can't do that. That's not okay anymore, right? Like, if this was a November game, you're mad, but you get over it. It is May 1st. You lose games like this, you're out. You're done. See you later. That's just it. And they didn't even play the worst they could play because they made shots. This might have been the best offense they played the whole playoffs. This is the most confident I was in a team that they would be able to score if they needed to score. I was just not confident they get a stop. And in, in the spring, the stops matter. Buckets matter too. But if I could pick one, I'd rather them get stops than be able to just score. Because you saw today, it doesn't matter. If you can't get stops, it does not matter. And I know you have a train to catch. This, this can be, like, where we can kind of wrap. Yeah. You talked about the players uh, a couple minutes ago. If they lose in, in this kind of fashion in the playoffs, I'm not saying you have to break up the best guys. It might be time to think about a new identity for these guys because I really don't know how much better of a team you can put together with the players you have, and you still can't get past the mental things. And as much These as you guys say, have like, all the talent in the world, but if they play like idiots, you're not going to win. I agree. And as much as you say, like, don't maybe not the main guys, like, it starts with the main guys. Like, let's let's be real here. Like, and I think it's different things for each of them. Like for Jason Tatum, it is a sort of contentness to just do whatever and like go with the flow, which is like fine in some scenarios, but not in this one. And with Jalen Brown, it's the tendency to need to do it all himself and, and throw the ball away and like just be like the hero. Right. Like, and those are two different issues, but they're two really bad issues when they both happen in the same game. <laughs> like, it's, you can't live with it anymore. You just can't. You just I'm, can't. I'm sick of seeing these guys let us down as fans. It, it's, it's ridiculous at this point. You should have won a title last year. And we all kind of let them off the hook because it was their first time, but they really should have won a title last year. They didn't. <laughs> now you are playing with fire. And I saw some post on Reddit after the game that was like they lost the first game of the second round last year. They didn't do it like this. They just got killed and they just didn't have it that day. They kind of had it today and they lost a very winnable game because they're just idiots and they don't know how to handle a close game. And like I said, I still think they win the series. I still think they bounce back. But if you're going to lose games like this, we're going to get far. We're going to you know win series isn't seven like they did last year and then you're going to crumble when it matters because you're too tired and you do the same stuff and the team, last year and, and a team will come along that knows how to exploit it and that's what's going to happen Let, let's take like a quick glance back we'll, we'll just do the last couple series right miami they get kind of blown out in game well game one i think in miami was close and then they kind of lost control and it ended up being a double digit loss sure game two they bounce back and blow out miami then they come back to the garden they get blown out for two and a half quarters they come all the way back and then fail when the game gets close. Game four, they blow them out and get a win. So in this series, you've lost one close game. One of the games that you lost wasn't close, even though it was, but then you've had the wheels come off. But it was earlier than clutch time. 
and you won the two blowouts. Game five, you blow them out. Three blowout wins, a blowout loss, and then a close loss. Game six is a close game. You can't execute the whole game, and then you shit the bed at the end. That's two close losses and two close games in the series. Game seven is a blowout. You win wire to wire, but you do literally everything you possibly can to lose it when it gets close. And if Jimmy Butler doesn't hit the front of the rim, then we might not even have as fans the team that we have today because they might have had to blow it up then. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the finals. Game one, you actually have to give them credit. They came from behind and they executed. They were unconscious from three in the fourth quarter. But they won a game and kind of blew them out when there was out of nowhere. some competitiveness in mm-hmm. the fourth quarter. Sure. Game two, they get killed. Game three, they blow them out. Game four, they're up five in the fourth and melt. And it's never close again. And you just never compete again. You lose. You lost a championship because you can't win close games. Of can... those games I just listed, this is just the last two rounds. If you want to go back to Milwaukee game five, we can throw that one in. You can go back to Milwaukee game three and throw that one in. Go to this year. Go this year. This game. This year. Game, both of them. The two losses to the Hawks, you couldn't execute down the stretch. Game six, you do. Good for you. And today. Mm-hmm. Terrible record in playoff close games. Figure it out. Re- if you want to win a title, if you want to be serious, if you don't want to be fake, you have to be able to win games that are intense. And I thought I had false hope in game six. I was like, wow, that was really impressive. That's what they I They strapped up and they locked in and they said, we're not messing around anymore. And maybe you get another fake win on Tuesday on Wednesday where they do that. And we're all like, oh, they're back. And then they'll melt again because they just don't learn. That's that's I, the story with this team. They do not learn. I thought the same thing after game six. I was like, okay, this is it. They're, they're, they've learned. They're ready to go. And then it just happened. But. I, like I said, I I really like even if I was home, I wouldn't even know what else to say right now. Like even if I didn't have to leave to get a train, like I would, sh- I, I'm at a loss. So I uh, think you said here, Keith but... said it, but it, there is nothing worse than being a fan of a team with expectations. Yes, because this was an old win situation. If they win today, they did what You're they were supposed to. to do. They beat them without Embiid. If they lose, this is what you have. There's very the sky's little... falling. There's we're at twelve little... o'clock on the on the graphic. There's little joy outside of a championship, which is great because you're playing for a great organization and like having those expectations is, is great if you do it. But like, to be honest, it's probably more fun to be a Kings fan when you're, you know what I'm saying? Like as much as it is what it is. But anyways, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Subscribe to the channel. Do all the good stuff. Leave the ratings, blah, blah, blah. I'll let Sam wrap it up. I'm just, I, like, I'm at a loss for words. And yeah. I'm, usually, I'm usually the optimist. <laughs> I've got nothing Thank you very much for listening or watching. Shout out to you if you actually cared about this team enough to listen to a podcast about them after they just punted away a game that they should have won. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you're going to watch the sorry-ass Wednesday game. We'll be here 30 minutes before that. Uh, We'll be on the Facebook, too, at How About Them Celtics on Facebook. Aside from that, the socials, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at How About Them Seas. Make sure... If you want to go to the game Wednesday and put yourself through some torture, HBTC at checkout on SeatGeek, $20 off your first purchase. Aside from that, if you want more from Jack, I'm sure I'll have something for Celtics blog in the morning. Maybe not. I hope you rip him to shreds. At NBA on Twitter, you're going to get everything from him. He'll live tweet the game for you and spoil it. And if you want more from me on Twitter, I'm complaining, saying I'm going to put my head in the microwave. 
Sam LaFrance NBA. That's it for us. Bye. Check, check, go.